Chapter Five of The Turn of the Tide. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Candace Stellick, Dallas, Texas. The Turn of the Tide by Eleanor H. Porter. Chapter Five. It was a particularly warm July evening but a faint breeze from the west stirred the leaves of the crimson rambler that climbed over the front veranda at five oaks and brought the first relief from the scorching heat the great stone lions loomed out of the shadows and caught the moonlight full on their shaggy heads to the doctor sitting alone on the veranda steps they seemed almost alive and he smiled at the thought that came to him so you think you too are guarding her he chuckled quietly pray and are you also her lawful protector a light step sounded on the floor behind him and he sprang to his feet she's asleep said mrs kendall softly she dropped asleep almost as soon as she touched the pillow dear child yes children are apt amy dearest broke off the doctor sharply you are crying no no it's it is nothing assured mrs kendall as the doctor led her to a chair it is always this way only tonight it was a a little more heartbreaking than usual always this way heartbreaking why amy mrs kendall smiled then raised her hand to brush away a tear you don't understand she murmured it's the bedtime prayer margaret's then at the doctor's amazed frown she added the dear child goes over her whole day bit by bit and asks forgiveness for countless misdemeanors and it nearly breaks my heart for it shows how many times i have said don't to the poor little thing since morning and as if that weren't not piteous enough she must needs ask dear father to tell her how to handle her fork and how to sit walk and talk so's to please mother harry what shall i do but you are doing returned the doctor you are loving her and you are surrounding her with everything good and beautiful but i want to do right myself just right and you are doing just right dear but the results they are so irregular and uneven sighed the mother despairingly one minute she is the gentle loving little girl i held in my arms five years ago and the next she is well she isn't margaret at all no smiled the doctor she isn't margaret at all she is mag of the alley dependent on her wits and her fists for life itself don't worry sweetheart it will all come right in time it can't help it but it will take the time she tries so hard the little precious and she does love me a curious smile curved the doctor's lips she does he said dryly why harry what mrs kendall's eyes were questioning the doctor hesitated then very slowly he drew from his pocket a large somewhat legal-looking document i hardly know whether to share this with you or not he began still it is too good to keep to myself and it concerns you intimately moreover you may be able to assist me with some advice in the matter or at least with some possible explanation as he held out the paper mrs kendall turned in her chair so that the light from the open hall door would fall upon the round cramped handwriting to whom it may concern she read aloud whereas i the undersigned being in my sane mind do intend to commit matrimony why harry what in the world is this she demanded go on read returned the doctor 
with a nonchalant wave of his hand and mrs kendall dropped her eyes again to the paper harry what in the world does this mean she gasped a minute later as she finished reading half laughing half crying and wholly amazed but that is exactly what i was going to ask you parried the doctor you don't mean that margaret wrote but she couldn't besides it isn't her writing no margaret didn't write it for that part i think i detect the earmarks of young mcginnis at all events it came from him bobby yes but who mrs kendall stopped abruptly a dawning comprehension came into her eyes you mean harry she was at the bottom of it i remember now it was only a week or two ago that she used those same words to me she insisted that you would beat me and bang me around oh margaret margaret my poor little girl the doctor smiled then he shook his head gravely poor child she hasn't seen much of conjugal felicity has she he murmured then softly it is left for us sweetheart to teach her that the color deepened in mrs kendall's cheeks her eyes softened then danced merrily but you haven't signed this sir yet she challenged laughingly as she held out the paper he caught both paper and hands in a warm clasp but i will he declared wait and see not twenty hours later bobby mcginnis halted at the great gate of the driveway at five oaks and gave a peculiar whistle almost instantly margaret flew across the lawn to meet him oh it's just a little matter of business greeted bobby with careless ease i've got that ere document here all signed i reckon the doctor wouldn't lose no time making sure to do his part bobby not the contract so soon exulted margaret sure why not i told him to please sign it to once in return and he did of course i reckon he meant business in this little matter and he reckoned i did too there wasn't nothing for him to do but sign of course margaret drew her brows together in a thoughtful frown but he might have refused she suggested bobby gave her a scornful glance refused and lost a chance of marrying at all not much he asserted with emphasis well anyhow i'm glad he didn't sighed margaret as she clutched the precious paper close to her heart i should have hated to have refused outright to let him marry her when mother bobby mother actually seems to want to have him end of chapter five recording by candace Stellick, dallas texas